Ladies and gentlemen, it's the beginning of the end. Today we're covering Season 1, Episode 8 of Crashing Baptism, so don't move a muscle. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah. I like to make money get time. I like to make money get time. chose this song. Are you surprised? What? <laughs> I've never heard this song in my life. I'm very surprised. The only reason I know this song, to be fair, is there's a movie that came out this summer called American Honey that, if any of you guys haven't seen, I'd highly recommend. This song was in the trailer. But we'll talk about... This is ass-shaking music, Jeff. That's great. Ass-shaking? Ass-shaking. It was ass-shaking before it was twerking. Ass-shaking. Ass-shaking. Well, we should probably talk about the show we're here to cover, which is Crashing. I could talk about American Honey, though. It's great. Really good movie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Crashing After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. As you all know, my name is Jeff Graham. Um, this is it, guys. I know, I'm sad. Episode eight. It went by quick. It went by very quick. Very fast. Um, if you guys want to find me on Twitter, you can do that at Jeffrey C. Graham. And I'd love for y'all to say hi to the peeps. Hi, peeps. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Super fast and newscasty. I, I love it. Thank you. My name is Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. Well, guys, last episode of the season fast, so went fast. very fast, um, but I liked it. I don't know. What did you guys think of episode eight? I liked it, too. I'm not really sure if I like Can we talk about the ending? Can I talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about Yeah, overall reactions, including the ending. Okay, if you so, haven't seen this show, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast. So. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Go ahead, I Josh. did like it. I'm very, I'm very shocked that it ended with uh, Leaf and Pete mm-hmm. together like in the last scene, like sticking it out like that. Um, I'm not sure if I like that yet. I guess I have to see. wait until season two to see where they're going to take that. Um, cool. No, but I did like it because it wasn't as predictable. I thought Jess was going to be crawling back to Pete, and she wasn't. She mm-hmm. was more trying to find herself, and I like that. Yeah, I totally agree. Mina, what do you think? Yeah, I liked it a lot. I thought the pastor brought in a lot of comic <laughs> yeah. relief. Yeah, yeah. I was Anthony King. By that. That. Yeah, King? he was okay. funny. He was yeah. really funny. It's a UCB guy. Um, I don't know. I liked that, that whole scene of just being in the woods and finding themselves, and <laughs> the ending was very entertaining. Artie was strong. Artie was very strong. Yeah. I, I really liked all of the guests. One thing I'll say consistently about this whole show is all of the guest actors I really enjoy. I don't think there's been any duds in terms of, like, one-episode people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree with you. And I'm actually kind of disappointed because Bill Burr was listed on the cast list. You're right. For he one. never showed up. And that's my favorite comedian, and he wasn't there. And yeah. I'm very sad about that. Yeah, it's a Pete, bummer. what's up, man? Why wasn't Bill there? Pete, where's our friend Billy where's, Burr? Where's Billy Burr? Um, we did get to see Jim Norton. That was we did. fun. I'm also a big fan of Jim Norton. Yeah. And we got to see Natalie Morales. That's her name? I didn't know who she was. She played yeah. Stephanie on the episode, and I'm really excited to talk about her okay. um, once we get there. But I've I have seen am, her before. Mina she, was saying she might be in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know what she's in. I've seen her before. Yeah. She has a very recognizable face, but I can't put a face to We have a show. fantastic producer in the booth. Marissa, would you mind kind of looking up Natalie Morales and seeing if you can find anything All that right, buzzes yeah. your awareness of TV. Marissa Watt knows a lot of TV very well. She so. definitely does. Um, I liked this episode a lot, too. I thought it was um, pretty different, um, which I thought was fine for a season finale. And I feel like it got as high stakes and plotty as this show will ever get. Yes. Which I appreciated, because I think that's like the right move for a season finale. Something that this show, I think, could maybe tighten up a bit is just it can be a little wandery for me in terms of the plot. Um, which is kind of Judd. Like, his shows are very loose. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was moments in this episode and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I need this for, like, the season finale. Like, this scene right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like we could have saved this maybe for an earlier episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm, it's kind of nice in a season finale to sort of be on the edge of your seat. 
um, which I think Girls does really well. And it's I think it's easy to compare this show to Girls because they're both kind of... Season finale next week. I know. Sunday. I'm so <laughs> um, I listen to the Girls after show as well, so oh, cool. uh, Mina's on that in case any of you guys... I love, I love Girls. It's so good. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people who watch this show probably also watch Girls because they air in the same hour, but mm-hmm. I think... Girls does a really good job, even with sort of the low concept, sometimes low stakes situations of really amping up their season finale. And I thought this one could have used a bit more focus, maybe. But I also still really liked it. I thought it was very funny, mm-hmm. which I is important in a comedy. I thought it kind of came full circle, too. Because if you remember the very first episode, mm-hmm. there was something in it that cracked me up, where you see like the whole juxtaposition between the Jesus painting yeah. and then them having sex. And in this episode, there was kind of that whole thing again where... You know, Pete's at the strip club. Right. You know, area of sin. Yeah. And then it goes from the strip club to him wanting to go to the baptism and that being on his mind even when he's in the strip club. Yeah. And then you see that whole, like, juxtaposition of sin and, like, religiosity or, like, piety Uh in the whole scene where... uh, they're putting Jess on blast for cheating and for right. doing all these things and then Leaf coming in and yeah, saying that's... like, I am God, you are God. Right. And, like saying all these blasphemous things that he thinks are hippie-ish and peaceful. That's very astute. I think you're right. And um, yeah, I did kind of appreciate how this show, religion and spirituality always has been an undertone throughout yeah. this whole show. So I, I didn't mind and I actually liked that they focused on it for this episode. Um Let's go ahead and talk about that. Let's talk about the focus on religion in this episode. Um, again, we kind of see each of the characters espousing their own Christianity. I think maybe we should start by talking about Jess in this episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you guys feel like this was the same Jess we saw all season? No, not at all. I mean, my predictions throughout the whole season were that she was going to come back to Pete because I think that's more of who she is as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, religious, calm, easygoing, yeah. not so much leaf. I, I didn't realize that she was she lent uh, she leaned that much on her religion though. I know that kind of surprised me. I thought that was more Pete's thing, and I thought uh-huh. maybe she did it because mm-hmm. of Pete, and maybe she went to church because she was married to Pete, and that's what Pete likes to do. I didn't realize that her character was that religious, so that was interesting to see for me. Yeah, what do you think, Mina? I mean, I I, I feel like she's still the same Jess in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Like she still has that same frustration that she had in the very first episode. Uh, when we see her frustrated with Pete, now she's frustrated with Leaf, but for a different reason. She's just not fulfilled in her relationships, and that's why I think she's going in the right direction by trying to find herself as opposed to ending up with either right. of either of them. Because she's not fulfilled with herself. Um, that's right. really what it comes so down to. We, I don't know what the problem is with her. They never really like dug in deep because she's not the the main protagonist in this mm-hmm. TV show. But I'd like to learn more about that next season. Like, why is she frustrated? What is like, what is the root of, you know, her frustration and why does she feel so, like, lost and disconnected from everything? Yeah, it's funny. On my first viewing, I watched it twice. I feel like the first time I watched it, I wasn't sure about this choice to have Jess kind of have her come to Jesus moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on my second viewing, I actually really, excuse me, I actually really liked it. And I thought the show handled it in kind of a really beautiful way. Mm-hmm. Um, I've sort of talked about this whole time. I like how this show doesn't really approach Christianity with any kind of perspective like pointed perspective mm-hmm. there's times in the show where you know Christians are presented as interesting complicated nuanced people and there's times in the show when Christians are pre- like kind of presented as very narrow minded like the worst kind of Christians but I think they treat it with respect I mean I'm mm-hmm. an atheist Christians my god we can't talk comedians are, are 
known Christian to be Christian comedian atheists. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're known to be atheists or agnostic at right. least, and it's very you see it a lot in comedy where they make fun of religion or mm-hmm. Christianity. And I think this show actually put Chris, I wouldn't say on a pedestal, but they gave it enough respect. They actually gave yeah. it a lot of respect in my mind, even when they were making fun of it. I mean, they took it as a serious religion, a serious thought, a serious train of thought. Uh-huh. Um, what was the character's name who was talking to Artie? Uh, Stephanie was her name Stephanie, in the show. I mean, yeah. She was putting up legitimate arguments on why right. people believe in Christianity. It wasn't a joke. Like, it was like, this is why X, Y, Z. You know, I'm mm-hmm. sure Pete feels that way as well. I mean, I haven't really talked to Pete about his you know, spirituality, mm-hmm. but I do know that he is a Christian, and I'm sure he has some of those views. So. Right. Yeah, I, I kind of got the impression in this episode that yeah. Stephanie was um, the vessel for what Pete, like current yes. day Pete, actually thinks. Yes, I agree. If you listen to his podcast, it's very much the like, He's not necessarily, like, just all Christian, but he would say Jesus is probably the spiritual leader he most closely follows. But he's very interested in the idea of God. Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. like, who is God, what is God, where is God? And I felt like that was kind of what Stephanie was espousing with Artie. I agree. Mm-hmm. I love how he's like, this isn't all man-made. And he's just like, know. how do you know it's not man-made? <laughs> right. How could you possibly know? And he's gonna... like, eh, that's convincing. I guess it's not man-made. <laughs> right. mentioned, I don't know why. You, when you mentioned the Teamsters Union, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. My dad's Bunch a union guy, so I, don't, I just kind of made up it. Prop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think for me, in this episode and kind of consistently throughout the whole season, Christianity's just been a vessel by which characters show who they are. Yeah. So, like, we saw, like, the pastor who was just awful, but so funny. But I loved him. He, like, the way he took Christianity was, like, kind of the gross way to take Christianity. Yeah, he represented the worst of Christianity. Not the worst, but... Yeah. But kind of, like, seeing from, everything yeah. is, like, black or white and you're sinful. Yeah. Like, just judging everything. Like, even when Jess wanted to baptize herself and he's like, no, this is not the way to do it. <laughs> right, exactly. This doesn't count. Yeah, yeah. There's a three-week class. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> Mondays and Tuesdays, nine to four. <laughs> for me, who's someone I consider myself to be agnostic, like, th- those are the things about Christianity. I'm like, if she wants to be baptized, let her be baptized. Like, she's trying to find it and you're right. just rejecting her because of a ceremony. It's, oh, I so agree. Yeah. Yeah, and Pete would agree with you too. Yeah. Uh, for a fact. It's like the rituals and the rules of Christianity that yeah. can really destroy what you know, she's trying to find for. your God. Let her find your God. Right. Let her, you know, that's what she wants to do. Let her do it. Yeah. Yeah, for like sure. Everyone yeah. was being born again this episode. It was almost like a blank slate for everyone. Like even <laughs> the imagery at the end with Artie just going into the that was so funny the cross shaped yeah. thing and just going head first. And it's kind of beautiful though. I thought it was. I really thought it was kind of a nuanced. Um, I think Judd is good at this stuff. I think mm-hmm. he does this well in girls too. But it was it's definitely like, intentional. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a very non-judgmental approach to Christianity. It's just like. The judgments and the perspectives come from the characters and not at all from the show, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes. Which I really appreciate yeah. because I'm, as someone who goes to church and would call himself a Christian, I feel like I don't see this often on TV mm-hmm. um, of kind of like the complicated diversity of yeah. evangelicals that you find. Mm-hmm. And like, I do have to say, this like outdoor baptism ceremony, they nailed it. I've been to these before. Oh, really? Yeah. And like the people that were there, the feel of it, the tone of it was just perfect. The pull so, it's across? Yeah. I haven't seen it like okay. that, but like I've seen like. <laughs> dunk tanks like Is that. Is it really like that? Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm, I'm yeah. completely ignorant to that. I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, I mean, like, I really Wait, did you think... say dunk tanks? Like, the things that you <laughs> throw the thing at can and you then imagine? you fall into I thought the... it was at a church. You go to a church and... You yeah, know. they can be. Some okay. churches have, like, baptism altars. That's actually more of an orthodox thing, though. And so Pete's Christianity is more, like, um, evangelical, kind of new new age Protestant. Was that how you were baptized, if you don't mind me asking? No, like it's you fine. Were... You can ask. Um, yeah. It's actually funny. I The church I went to was more, like, child dedication baptism, but... Okay. The church I went to in college did it this way, where, like, adults... Oh, wow. Because um, the idea is, like, why, as a kid, you don't have any will. Someone is forcing you to be baptized, whereas if you're an adult and you're making that choice, it's a public declaration of your faith. Why mm-hmm. wouldn't an adult... And in the Bible, actually, that's how John the Baptist would do it, is, like, adults would actually 
do baptisms because they actually have the will to say whether or not they want to be baptized. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I know you guys were wondering on a religiosity no, a cool Consensual baptism. Exactly. Consensual <laughs> baptism. <Yeah. laughs> That's um, very interesting. But yeah, I appreciated that. And um, do you I, think like did Judd Apatow? He probably got a lot of input from Heat, right? Because mm-hmm. he's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. He's I, not even Christian, so exactly. I wonder how much of it like he's familiar with. Well, Pete and Judd co-wrote this episode, mm-hmm. and I actually think Pete's religion. I think at the beginning of of his career, it was probably tough as a Christian comic. But mm-hmm. now, the thing I respect and appreciate is it's kind of something that's really given him a voice and point of view, which is important as a comic to have a kind right. of a distinguishing factor that makes you stand out in the crowd. Right. And people appreciate it. Like, that's one of the things about his podcast that's so interesting is the guests always talk about God. And it's in the same way as the show. It's never in a condescending way. It's never in a pointed way. It's just in a let's talk about God way, which is cool. Right. Um, yeah, so I like this. It was... I liked the religiosity of this episode, and I liked how it was kind of given to us. Yeah, it was presented very well. Different um, points of views. I liked how Artie handled the conversation, too. He wasn't very condescending. Mm-hmm. He was very open-minded. And at the end, you couldn't tell whether or not he accepted Christianity or the word of it, but he was very open-minded, and it seemed like he found some sort of spirituality within himself. For sure. Which I thought was pretty cool. That being said, it's funny, because I agree with that, and I like that thematically. Mm-hmm. I kind of, part of me was like, why are we here with Artie mm-hmm. and Stephanie? I feel like in terms of the plot and the season finale, I wasn't super into this. Besides, like, the worldview that it offered, right. I thought it, was... It int- didn't advance anything. Yeah. Do you yeah. guys agree with me? Yeah, or? I well, maybe, no, maybe it was more about him and Pete in the sense that when Pete says that he's willing to give up comedy for Jess, it, like, specifically shows Artie's facial expression right afterwards. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a look of shock. So in my Explain that again. To be totally honest, me and I zoned out for like <laughs> 10 seconds. I don't know if you saw my eyes, but I like all of a sudden thought of something. Just say exactly what you said so again. Funny. I'm so here. No, I love how honest you are. Because be I, I do that all the time. and I just I, It sounded so interesting, and I was like, damn it, I missed it again. No, I need no, you to just say it again. I was just saying, uh, what was I saying? Oh, no. No, no, no. I was just saying that. Um, something about arty comedy. Yeah, I was saying that. Pete Holmes's character. Remember when he declares his love again for Jess and how they're meant to be together? Um, and are you zoning out again? No, by I'm the way, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now that I'm making eye contact with you, um, and he he says something like, "Yeah, I'm willing to give up stand-up comedy. Like, I I want to have kids and I want to do this and I want to do that with you." And then it, the camera specifically shows. Artie's facial mm. expression yeah. as he's saying that. So You're I feel right. like that's almost a telling moment for next season. You know, is he willing to give up stand-up comedy for Jess? I mean, just yeah. the fact... Even, Jess doesn't want him, so that's not going to happen. But the thing is, him willing to give something up like that, people who go into stand-up comedy, they're giving it their all. Yeah. Like, nothing else is their priority, so... I feel like you see Artie's facial expression. It's like, hey, you're supposed to be 100% in this. Why are you living on my couch if you're not Mm going to pursue comedy? I agree. That's a good point. Um, I'm excited. Once we get into predictions, I'm really excited to talk about that crossroads because I think it's going to play in to a lot of what we see in the second season. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's interesting. I I brought up, I'm not sure about this Artie-Stephanie subplot. I didn't mind it. Again, I liked what it presented thematically. And I really liked Natalie Morales' performance. Mm -hmm. I was very interested. Did you notice how raspy her voice was? No, I didn't. You didn't. From the cigarettes. I guess that's what it is. It's almost interesting. No. It's almost one of those things where you wonder if, like, she came to set with no voice, and they were like, well, it, it works so well for the character. That's a good question to ask Pete. It, it happens like sometimes it, on yeah. sets. And, like, what's interesting is with such a low budget, if this were season five, they could probably postpone production. Yeah. But I'm sure a season one, they're like, we got to shoot today. Like, make it work. So <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I thought it really added to the character, but I wonder if it was a choice or if it was a 
That's interesting. I feel like it was accidental, like I what you were saying. I really do, because why would that be a random thing they want to add in there? Yeah. I, I think with the Artie thing, though, I think sometimes scenes are just meant to be enjoyed. You don't have to advance a plot. True. You know? yeah. So maybe it was just one of those things that, hey, this this will be funny or this mm. will be a nice thing to put in the episode. It doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, mean anything. I mean, it does set up his character for season two. If they do it have, does. I think right. the way I felt, I totally agree with you. Yeah. I feel like in a season finale, I don't know if I want no. that, though, Okay. was part of it. That's but fair. I also know what you mean. I'm being hypocritical because... I could see myself saying the same thing of like, you know, mm-hmm. it was all plot and none of the extra stuff. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I do that when I host. I, I, when it comes to the plot, though, I don't know if you have it in the notes or if I'm skipping around, but just coming to my head, yeah. I wish they would have had some of Pete's stand-up. I know. Or some yeah. of his challenges facing the stand-up. I mean, yeah. I feel like the Jess and Pete uh, plot and the Pete trying to make it in the stand-up industry mm-hmm. were fighting for the A plot this whole yeah. season. Right. Yeah, and I think that's probably my biggest. I wouldn't say like critique of the of the season, frustration but, maybe. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like it's been definitely balanced in the direction. Like, I feel like it's like seventy or like sixty forty, and I feel like it's been more stand up than it has been. Right, but if just. it's sixty forty more than stand up, then why are you ending it with? To make it 50-50. <laughs> I know what you mean. Okay. No, I was. I don't know, but it no, didn't feel sorry. like a season finale. I, I think they should have ended the season with Pete doing stand-up and something with his career going forward with what just happened with Jess. I think I agree, yeah. Instead of just ending with him and Leaf. I understand, like... I understand, like, making that dynamic happen and, like, oh, now he's with League. What's going to happen? But I still think there should have been something with, like, all right, now this is what's happening mm-hmm. in his career because right now we don't know what's happening in his career. Maybe he, Leaf's going to go if he's, into stand-up. The whole thing with Rachel Ray happened. We don't know if he's fired or whatnot from that. We don't know what direction he's going in with his career. So now right. we just have a bunch of question marks. Yeah, I know. I, I think I agree with you. That was one of the things. Sometimes I'll read just a couple recaps before we go on air because that's one of the luxuries we get being mm-hmm. a second day taping but I think that was the big divisive thing is some people loved the abandonment of stand-up and kind of creating something totally different and some people were frustrated with that because mm-hmm. like it's that thing where I, I've always kind of thought as a TV creator writer if someone's tuning into your show only once that episode should at least hint at kind of what the overall show is yes and this episode didn't necessarily feel like an episode of Crashing it was more of a romantic comedy mm-hmm. but I liked it still yeah. but I, it's a valid point I don't know if I agree Okay. But I think it's a very valid point. And a lot of people agree with you, actually. A lot of fans. What do you think about that? Do you wish we would have I, seen more Pete stand-up career? No, I actually like that it ended that way because I feel like it leaves us wondering what his stand-up is going to be like yeah. for the beginning of season two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But now we don't even know if he... I mean, obviously he's still pursuing stand-up, mm-hmm. but I mean, what he said to Jess, like, comedy doesn't matter. Now yeah, is, he, is, is the second go. season just going to be him chasing after Jess, trying to show her that stand-up, doesn't, stand-up comedy doesn't matter to him? Is he going to stop doing stand-up comedy? Like, what's going on with him? I feel like it was just a moment of vulnerability because he saw an opportunity right. and he wanted to get her I agree. back. And I don't, you, I don't you think it's someone, what he you'll really... Say, you'll pretty much say anything right. or you'll feel that in the moment. And I guess that's you... our cliffhanger, too, is mm-hmm. we don't yeah. know. So you know, honestly, and that's true. Leaving questions out there is a good thing. Right. I think we do know, though, because I think he's definitely still pursuing stand-up comedy just from the basis of the show being crashing and it's... A Judd Apatow I get that, produced like, thing. It's going to be about stand-up. There's again, no way they're going to change everything to make it, you know. To play devil's advocate, though, I mean, he got fired from Rachel Ray. Right. We haven't seen him do anything in stand-up. I and mean, he was at the strip club at Artie. He wasn't, like, focusing on his career. Yeah. And then he told Jess, like I just said, you know, I will drop stand-up comedy. We shouldn't, you know, we shouldn't it, rule it off the table. Right. It wouldn't, I, it wouldn't surprise like me a week, if, though, like, probably. the first... Okay, true. Yeah. And it wouldn't surprise me if the first two or three episodes are him not doing any comedy. I agree. It's him chasing Jess. And then maybe midway through season two, he's like, hey, what am I doing? Right. So I I could see that being like a storyline. I could see that too. Um, I want to see Sarah Silverman again. I never thought I'd ever say that. (laughs) She won you. Yeah, she really won me over that episode, especially when we had our guests come in and talk about what she's like in real life and how it's very similar to how she was like in the episode. 
I really want to see her. I want to see Bill Burr and um, Hannibal Burris. I'm, I'm excited. I'm just gonna name all my favorites. I'm just gonna name Louis C.K. <laughs> and Dave Chappelle. That's I definitely, it. I definitely want to devote a section of our coverage yeah. to all of what we want to see next season. Yeah. Before we do that, quickly, I do want to talk about some of the funny in this episode okay. because there was a lot of funny stuff. We've been talking a lot about the series and religious themes, but mm-hmm. Pete at the strip club. How did you guys feel about that oh, scene overall? God, it was so uncomfortable. Did you think it was funny or just uncomfortable? No, no, I thought it was funny when she's saying, "I make one thousand eight hundred dollars a night." Yeah. Like, how much do you make? Right. Yeah, and you, she was just like throwing a lot of shade back at him and it was it was funny it was very funny yeah, I, I liked it I liked just watching I love the situation of like prudish guy getting a lap dance like I've seen this before but this is very <laughs> funny for some reason to me he's like this is degrading I just I feel so bad yeah what, what about, do you guys think that. Pete was out of line when he said that this I is degrading I kind of look at intention sometimes uh-huh. more yeah. than action which yeah. isn't the best thing to do because actions matter a lot but for me I look at the intention a lot of the time to see why someone did something and I feel like it came out of a place of guilt Mm -hmm. on his end you know he didn't want to do anything that's good to look at the intentions of characters versus Mm -hmm. the actions especially if you cover girls I think that's a huge thing in that show yeah like what's the motivating force behind what they do um, I did like this. I, mean, I might be getting ahead, but I like when he said, "My name's Peter, short for Pete." <laughs> I, I, I wrote that down actually. Yeah, that yeah, was really funny. Was really funny. Um, and again, the thing I liked about this, we've talked about the guest stars on this show and like kind of advice and wisdom coming from unlikely characters. She was like a comedy nerd. That was so funny. Mm-hmm. She called him a um, spank at you, Jim Gaffigan ripoff. That was the last, <laughs> yeah, that was the last thing we heard her say. Yeah. So great. I thought that was awesome. Are you trying to be like Cat Williams? He's like, no, I have my own style. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate... I sometimes feel like HBO is just like so nudity focused and I was like oh here we go boobs like it yeah. wasn't going to be an HBO show unless we got a strip club scene Yeah, but I really like how they kind of put the stripper stereotype and they upended it mm-hmm. like that like she's a multi-dimensional she's a multi-dimensional character who's also a stripper who like calls Pete out for being a degenerate and yeah I it's nice there's so many times as an actress you probably get cast as a stripper and it's like a very yeah like typical part and that's a fun part for an actress to play mm-hmm. that version of a stripper strippers have depth too strippers have lots of depth I don't know if you guys have seen the big short but that was also a great scene <laughs> um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else we're missing but I think we kind of have covered the episode do they really call it tag in real life by the way no. time alone with God he was hilarious that, <laughs> that, that, that was whole scene so with him funny. praying for, with Pete in his office yeah such a funny and that's so <laughs> accurate of like is it yeah, it's so gross. Christians will do this to, like, gossip. They'll be like, I need you to pray for me. Tell me all the shit you've done this <laughs> oh my Isn't God. that the worst? That is terrible. Like, we um, we pray for the debaucherous and wicked actions that Pete has done this week. We, we pray for the arson and the drug usage. <laughs> I would it's literally just want to be, like, you know what, the confessional? I want to yeah. be on the other side just listening to all of it and then, like, opening the window and being like, who is this? Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> for tell sure. me everything. Uh, but he was great. <laughs> yeah, tag. And I don't mean running around chasing each other. <laughs> His delivery was so awesome. Um, okay, cool. I feel like that's mostly the episode. I do want to devote some time not only to predictions, but our overall f- feelings about season one. What about favorite lines? Season. Oh, favorite lines. I almost yes, forgot. Yeah. All right, Mina, you can start. Oh, I guess mine was just, uh, there was a stand-up comic at the end. I don't know what his name was, but he said something that kind of resonated with me, which was, do you ever make plans with someone you don't want to hang out with, and then they cancel? Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah. like, the best feeling. Yeah, ever. it is the best feeling. <laughs> Very observant. I don't know why I found this so funny, but um, when Leaf was like, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Like, they're literally <laughs> fighting while Jess is trying to, I guess, 
re, I don't know, rebaptize? Is that even a word? Mm-hmm. I think so. Be born yeah, again. Yeah. I was so that whole that whole scene was hilarious. Gosh, George Basil's funny, isn't it he? Was as so Leaf. Funny. Leaf is my favorite non-Pete yeah. character. Yeah, he might be my hilarious. favorite character in the show. Sorry, Pete, I love you, man. But George Basil's killing and it. And he looked like show. Jesus, so it added to that yeah. whole dynamic. Yeah. He's a very unintangible funniness about him. Yeah. It's that thing where some people are just funny. I think he's got that. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite line might be the, my name's Peter, short for Pete. <laughs> I also loved when Artie says, in high school, I thought the blue pot of the globe was the sky, so yeah. I'm not very deep. Um, but yeah, I liked this episode, and I liked okay. this show. Let's quickly talk about predictions. Okay. I want to talk about what we thought of the show. Okay. This is the first season. Let's do it. And now. And now. You're after Buzz TV. Okay, so predictions for season two. All right, well, so I guess I'm going to go off what I was saying before, you know, since Pete got fired, mm-hmm. um, since that he, he seems like he desperately wants uh, Jess back. I think that they're going to start the first two or three episodes with him chasing after Jeff and Jess, not Jeff. I, I hope so. <laughs> I'll say yes, Pete. Chasing after Jess, and I think he's going to put his stand-up career on hold thinking that she's what he wants, and he's yeah. going to find out in season two that no this the comedy game is what I want you know I can mm-hmm. I can make it without her there's other fish in the sea uh, I think that Leaf is gonna join Pete on his journey as a stand up comic and I think there could be a dynamic where Leaf becomes slightly more successful than Pete nice which is gonna be incredibly frustrating and annoying mm-hmm. for Pete because Leaf had no former aspiration I feel nice. like he's just gonna like try it pick it up and yeah. he's gonna be a natural at it just cause he's you know naturally funny as you said yeah um, other than that, Pete's going to struggle a little bit more. I hope we get introduced into new cameos of, like, I don't know if any, like, because it's an HBO show, I'm thinking, I hope Louis C.K. shows up. Yeah. Love Louis C.K. I just, did you watch I love Saturday Night it. Live? Did yeah, I did. I saw, I, saw, <laughs> I, saw, special yeah. too. Great. I saw parts I of it. I haven't it. The good. one, uh, the social media one cracked me up. Yeah. So funny. Love Louis. Um, yeah. Yeah, I actually think those are two really good predictions. Yeah. Um, it's funny. I agree with you, Josh. I do think they'll do that. I kind of hope they don't. Yeah. Because, like, I think both of us agree that, like, the the intersection of personal and professional is when the show works the best. Yes. So if we take a huge fork in the road and spend a lot of time with Pete and Jessica in Tampa, I don't know if I'm going to love that. But I don't want to say definitively whether I will or not. My instinct says I'm happiest when Pete's in New York. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um but maybe Jess will move in with him in New York. That might be interesting. But she doesn't seem like she's interested in Pete. I think when she told she's Pete not. that she doesn't love yeah. him, she meant it. Yeah, I mean, she, she really any... found her. This episode yeah. was kind of her episode. Yeah, I thought that she was going to, like I said, I predicted the whole season that she was going to come back and try to be with him. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Yeah. Like now seeing this episode, I'm like, wow, she really doesn't love she him. She found her own. But she just doesn't love him. Mm-hmm. I could see it going both ways. I really could see it going the way you say. And it, what's interesting about that is it would force him to evaluate what comedy means to him. Yeah. But I kind of hope they don't. Like, I feel like I want. I, I love Lauren Lapkus, and I thought she had a great episode. I think yeah. she's a really talented actress, but I don't know if I need much more Jess in this show as a character, unless something kind of changes with right. her. I think she's good as, like, the mechanism that drives the plot forward as it relates to Pete. Yeah. Like, she's used in, like, very strategic places. Agreed. I agree. And effectively, right mm-hmm. now. I could see it becoming problematic in season two. So I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it depends on what plot. Like I said before, I think they have two plot, a, uh, two a plots right now, mm-hmm. and they have to make a de- they have to make a decision which one do we right. want to. I like that you brought that up, just because yeah. I know, like with some of my favorite shows, like The Office back in the day, American version. Anytime they 
far like anytime they veered way too far into like the whole romantic line and like developing that relationship i'm like okay like we need michael scott to be comic relief <laughs> like, because it would get so annoying to me I know like people is, yeah. watch the show because it's funny right not just to see the love relationships develop That's i agree it's a controversial opinion i hold but like i was not always the biggest fan of like jim and pam like, i liked them but like mm-hmm. when it was like so much jim and pam i was like what about the rest of the staff and everything yeah, so. yeah. and i liked jim and pam but only too. when it was like a small percentage of that and then the rest is Michael yeah. Scott Dwight Dwight's relationship with Jim totally see now I feel like this show's having an identity crisis where they a can't... little bit I kind of agree yeah let's, yeah let's talk about the show overall yeah what did you guys think of season one of Crashing it's done now I liked it a lot but like I, liked it a lot like I said with, like just now I think it's, it's a little bit of, a, <laughs> of an identity cr- crisis you know I, I think they can't figure out or maybe they have it figured out they just have not balance it correctly right mm-hmm. now what mm-hmm. you know the main plot should be which I think as a panel, we agree that it should be Pete chasing his com- comedy career. Yeah. And this is actually yeah. very common in first seasons, especially of comedy shows. Yes. I think for a first season of a comedy show, this was a really strong debut. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not, you know, feeling that stuff out happens a lot. Like in the writer's room, sometimes stuff looks different than when it's shot and on set. The nice thing is now the writers, production, and Pete and Judd really know what the show is. I mm-hmm. think what worked really well and what maybe didn't work quite as well. And I really hope they dig into what made this show wonderful and I think they will I think especially HBO I think often really amps up its second seasons of these comedy shows Togetherness did that I don't know if you guys watched that show Mm -mm. but the second season was much stronger I think Girls did that Um, I loved the first season of Girls I thought that was one of the strongest seasons actually yeah Yeah, I liked the first season too but I thought the second season just kind of upped all the stakes a little bit that's just me though I don't know yeah Um, but I I, hope I think oh sorry go ahead oh you're totally fine I was just gonna say I hope season two leans into I think more stakes for Pete. Yes. Professionally. And I do think it'd be interesting to see him date other people. Yeah, I was just going to say that. I was going to say, like, if he dates someone in the comedy realm, Mm -hmm. I think it'll be even more interesting and easier to work into a TV show in the sense that if he has any issues or problems in their relationship, they both can do stand-up about it in a way where it's like a low jab against each other. causing causing the plot to move forward and well and that's it can be air out their dirty laundry yeah that's a really interesting way to write i think that's a great opportunity for the writer's room to explore relationships Mm -hmm. and it's true i think that's something that comedians face a lot is what it's like dating another comic what Mm -hmm. that means for your relationship and what that means for your stand-up as well how much are you allowed to talk about without it being bashing the other person and you still can keep just as a character i mean when you're in a relationship with someone else after you were just in a relationship you still have insecurities especially with the way that pete and jess's relationship ended right you know, there's going to be issues that come up that relate to Jess. Even though Jess yeah. is not physically being shown on camera, mm-hmm. her presence is still there. Right. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Well, I liked this show a lot. I think it was a really strong first season. You guys know I love Pete Holmes. Pete, if you want to come back. Come on, Pete. Come back, Pete. Yeah. Come back. Um, but Come back, Holmes. Come back, Holmes, <laughs> Pete. Yeah. Very good. Was, Making was, magic yeah. over there, Mina. <laughs> I know. Mina makes those. magic. Um, but, yeah, we'll see season two when it comes out next year. I'm excited. So. I, I liked it. I am, too. I, I liked it, it, too. I definitely I, liked the show. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. I really did. I, I'm excited. I think I would go through and kind of... It's a nice show, I think, to have on, like, if I'm ever cooking or something in the background. There's a sense... <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Those are, that's I know, valid. I know you meant it as a compliment, but if you were to just take that and then send it to oh Pete, I don't think it's ever going to come back Pita, here. you know what I mean. <laughs> oh no, my I, God. I know what you mean, but that is... It's like a comfort it's, food show. I get what you're saying, but that is such an insult compliment right there. Uh, it's, it's a backhanded... See, but the I, thing I is... I know he, you meant the best, and with me, I only look at your intentions. Oh, so. they, they're yes. nice. There it's, it look is. Look at the intentions. After all that, 
that after all of our reviews throughout the whole season, <laughs> Jeff ends it with, you know, if I'm cooking, I'll uh. <laughs> I would watch it closely, but there are shows that are so nice to, like, like have on just as, like, your friends are around, you know? Yeah. Ooh, one more question I'm interested um, in season two. The, this show's really about Pete. It's yeah. kind of, it's not like it's girls where it's about four people or mm-hmm. friends where it's about sex. It's kind of Pete's show. Who do you think will be back for season two? Artie. You think Artie will be back? Sure, yeah. he has to be in I don't know if Artie I will want be back. Sarah Silverman to be back in yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, Artie. Um, yeah, I think Artie. And Leaf, I think. Leaf, definitely. Like, 100%. Maybe TJ Miller for an episode. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. I don't think he'll um, be in it. Bill Burr. Bill Burr, hopefully. Billy. Um, I like looked like he was over. <laughs> Did he see the studio? Um, well, guys, I guess that um, finalizes our coverage for season one of Crashing. For those who stuck okay. around, thank you so much. We didn't get a comment all season, but maybe <laughs> Did next. We, <laughs> we didn't get one last comments. episode. No, we, we got a lot of likes. After though. even we got a lot it? of likes. You guys like the I, show. I've, I've been on after shows that had more views but less likes. Yeah, that's true. So there you go. It's like people are just like, yep, yeah. <laughs> they exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to, if you want to fill our hearts with love and support, just be like, "Hi!" Just say that in the comments. That's really funny. It's on YouTube, guys. For those who only listen, send me, send me a shout out. Send me a shout out. Send me a shout out. Let me know that you're listening right now. But we'll be back for season two, so we'll see you guys in 365 days. But until then, you can catch us in other places. Um, I'll tell you where you can catch me, Jeff Graham, who can be found on Twitter at Jeffrey C Graham. I host a show on Fridays called The Unproduced Table Read. Um, it's on Popcorn Talk, and we table actually Josh produces it which yeah. is great we um, table read pilots and feature scripts and we cover a lot of content sort of like this with the writers in studio with Q&A so I'd really love for you guys to tune in I think if you like this show you would like that show so that's Fridays at 10am Pacific or on the podcast The Unproduced Table Read Joshua I'm Josh Rodriguez you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore you can find me on BHL Sports Weekly we're also trying to do a little sports thing here at AfterBuzz so look out for that yes and my name is Mina Mahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. And please tune in to the girls season finale coming up on Sunday. Yes. Also, we had another uh, panelist, Michael Rippy. Yeah, Rips, we missed you. You can follow today. him at Mike Rips. And also follow his uh, new show, Meet the Host. I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's great. It's he, has a, he has a new uh, webisode, uh, Meet the Host, where he interviews hosts. So check that out. This is my last horse, shameless uh, self-promotion. Okay. <laughs> um, I wrote and directed a sketch series called Improv 101, guys. That's going to be dropping soon. Um, we're not quite exactly sure in what medium, but we premiered it last night. Um, so I'm sure a lot of people who listen to the show are fans of improv comedy. The show is a send-up of your kind of entry-level improv class with a lot of the common characters and archetypes you see show up in a class like that. So follow me on Twitter, and I'll be releasing it and promoting it there, and I'd love for you to watch. One more thing. Yeah. One more thing. No. <laughs> no, no, seriously, seriously. I'm just joking. I have a, I have a, a podcast on Anchor called 10-Minute Drill. Follow us at 10-Minute Drill. Wouldn't it be hilarious if we just went back and forth for the next five also. minutes with the afterbus theme playing in the background? Yeah. Marissa's probably just shaking Marissa her wants to kill us right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Um, All right, but that's season, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll see you next season, and thank you very much. Pete, we love you. We'll see you again. Take Bye. See ya. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 